Mike Priest is a Dauphin County Commissioner. Who knows better how to handle the current pandemic in counties than our county commissioners? Yet to date, Governor Wolf has not consulted these elected officials for their input or their expertise. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Welcome to Brews and Views. I'm Matt Briette, President of Commonwealth Partners Chamber of Entrepreneurs, and we're continuing our talks about uh, the impacts of COVID on different sectors of our economy. And uh, today I'm joined by Dauphin County Commissioner Mike Priest. Mike, uh, thanks for joining me here on Brews and Views. Thank you, Matt. Uh, it's an honor to be here, and I want to take a moment and thank you for the great work uh, that you have been, are, and I'm sure will continue doing on behalf of the residents of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Well, thank you, Mike, and thanks for coming on to talk about uh, your perspective uh, from the county level. Of course, uh, the governor has been uh, closing counties early on in this uh, COVID crisis, started out with uh, Montgomery County, I believe was the first county, and uh, so started to uh, deal with things at the county level. Uh, and then did a statewide shutdown. And now we're back on the other end of trying to figure out, well, how do we uh, reopen uh, Pennsylvania? Uh, I know as we talk, Dauphin County is uh, in the red, and I'm not sure when you even think you might get into the yellow, yellow let alone uh, into the green. Um, but Mike, give me your perspective on uh, the ground in Dauphin County, which of course is where our state capital resides, uh, one of the larger counties uh, in Pennsylvania. Um, give us a snapshot of, of Dauphin's experience uh, thus far with uh, this pandemic. As of close of business on March 17th, uh, we closed our facilities to the public until further notice, and we implemented our continuity of operations plan uh, for all Dauphin County uh, facilities and Dauphin County operations. We also declared a disaster emergency and most of our municipalities have issued disaster declarations for COVID-19. Our senior centers closed immediately to protect adults age 60 plus, and uh, we're all aware of the uh, issues involving the seniors uh, throughout Dauphin County nursing homes, as well as across the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Uh, we may have closed our doors to the public, but county government in Dauphin is still operational as we have a duty to serve our residents and clients. Uh, we're working closely with the Harrisburg Regional Chamber and Credic to help the business communities because they are being hit very, very hard. Uh, the numbers out there grow day to day. The frustration grows day to day. As the goalposts keep getting moved, it's making it uh, more difficult uh, to plan for the reopening of our businesses. You know, I guess my first question is, how hard hit has Dauphin been uh, by this virus uh, and uh, and particularly relative to uh, where we're seeing the the major hot spots uh, have been in nursing and personal care homes. Um, what's been the experience in Dauphin County? Have you experienced lots of cases and tragic uh, tragically deaths uh, as a result of this virus? Well, we're seeing the numbers as they're provided by the Department of Health. 
Uh, clearly, Dauphin County, uh, per the latest numbers that the governor's using to determine whether you go uh, into yellow or into green, uh, we think that we are uh, ready to go into yellow, uh, if not further. Uh, but uh, yeah, the numbers in Dauphin County uh, aren't the worst in the state. They're not the best in the state, uh, but we are definitely uh, reviewing those numbers on a daily basis. The Department of Health sends information out uh, that gets passed on to us. Uh, but again, uh, as far as communication from the governor's office, uh, there has been none. Uh, we've had zero interaction with the governor uh, on reopening. So, so we're, I mean, that, 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 that's a high level of frustration for us here in Dauphin County. So do you understand uh, the metrics that uh, they've put in place uh, in order to uh, allow for uh, some reopening? Because, of course, even moving from red to yellow, there are severe restrictions. Uh, and I suspect even businesses that are permitted to open it won't make economic sense uh, even to do so. So having uh, some sort of a timeline of understanding will be important to a lot of uh, the jobs that uh, exist in the county. Um, so are, are those metrics uh, easily understood or uh, something that you can say, all right, here's when we see uh, the first opportunity for Dauphin to uh, move into the yellow and to the green? Well, that's been our initial level of frustration starts right there. Uh, the, the metrics. The metrics have changed from week to week. The goalposts have been moved. Uh, we have businesses, we have residents, we have employees uh, that want to get on with their lives. Uh, we're examining our options for how and when we bring employees and bring back our employees and open to the public. Uh, local businesses and restaurants are looking for financial assistance. Con many contemplating closing their doors for good and looking for guidance from the state and simply are not getting it. Uh, you would think that the state leadership would be providing uh, their local governments with uh, notification in advance so we can prepare to move on from one phase to another uh, from day to day. We find out the information during the, the governor's press conferences. That's how we get our information. And, and that's been a high level of frustration for us here in Dauphin County. I know other counties are experiencing the same thing, uh, but moving forward, uh, we're looking potentially to get together with other county leaders uh, and, and, uh, move forward here together. Uh, individually, we're one county, uh, but together, uh, aggregately, uh, we could be a strong unified force for moving things forward. Now, the, the, the Department of Health, the State Department of Health, uh, has been um, heavily criticized because of that lack of information and some of the data uh, that they're using or saying they are using, as well as the science uh, backing all of this up. Um, is there, uh, you know, what, what's your take on how they have handled things uh, so far? Um, and are there attempts to say, hey, let the counties uh, take control of this, as we're seeing in other states, that uh, that has been um, a deference to counties who really know their capacity? Because, of course, when we started in this, Mike, we were told that uh, we just need to flatten the curve to make sure that we don't overrun our uh, medical uh, capacities, our hospitals and, and uh, doctors. Um, were we even close uh, to that in, in Dauphin County? Um, and, and how do you look at kind of the science and data that, that the governor says we're using? Um, can you even see what that science and data is? Well, first of all, who knows counties better 
county commissioners or the governor. I would say with 100% accuracy, county commissioners know their counties better. The lack of communication, the lack of oversight, uh, the, the inability to communicate from one day to the other is the high level of frustration that we are experiencing. Science and data or early probable cause numbers, uh, those death totals that we were getting from the Department of Health, uh, that was akin to falling off a cliff, being hit by a car or eaten by a shark. But if you had a temperature, you could be listed as COVID-19. And that is absolutely ridiculous. Mm. Uh, in Pennsylvania, uh, I don't think we're doing enough to protect our vulnerable seniors. Pennsylvania Health Department has full oversight of all Pennsylvania nursing homes. They regulate, inspect, sanction, etc. And an overwhelming two-thirds, 67% of the COVID total deaths are in our nursing homes. They are in a state of crisis. Where is the Department of Health on this? Where is the governor? It almost seems like the entire state's been shut down when anybody can look at the totals, look at where the areas of concern are, and we should have been expending the resources in those areas from day one instead of having the entire state shut down, which the, the economic, uh, we're, literally, we're, we're literally destroying our economy. Uh, and I think uh, now would be a great time to have somebody like Lee Iacocca here, a true crisis manager running this crisis management here in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. I mean, no disrespect, but I don't think a politician uh, or or anybody else uh, outside of a crisis manager uh, should be running this at this time. Uh, businesses are suffering. Many are prepared right now. They've told us to open following CDC guidelines and precautions. We have the tightest restrictions of almost any state, but very little transparency. Very little communication from the governor's office to our county. Uh, and it is time for counties to join together and speak with one voice. We know our counties better. We're the county commissioners. We work with the municipalities within our counties. Uh, and we're getting direction from folks that literally don't know uh, what happens on a day-to-day -day basis within the counties and our municipalities. Uh, you look at licensed barbers, licensed hair salons, licensed nail salons. They cannot even operate even when we eventually go to yellow. But an unlicensed state Dem staff member was cutting hair at the Capitol on the taxpayer dime while we're in the red phase. Where's the outrage over that? Every single Pennsylvania has been impacted by this COVID-19. Families, schools, law enforcement, first responders, healthcare agencies, large and small business, sports, nursing homes. I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, and we're literally resembling, in my opinion, the Keystone Cops with how this is now uh, being managed. I, I got to tell you, the first couple of weeks, I thought the governor did a really, really good job. A lot of people were scared. Uh, they provided data, 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 science, science, science. But when that data started uh, being determined to be inaccurate from day to day, uh, people started questioning the credibility of what they were hearing and seeing. The whole business waiver process, totally non-transparent. From a governor uh, who has prided himself from day one on absolute transparency, there has been no transparency to pick the, the winners and the losers. Uh, food, water, and shelter are basic human needs. Uh, however, uh, according to the governor's waiver list uh, that, uh, that was out there, uh, playground equipment was considered life essential, but residential construction was not. Uh, and folks want to know mm -hmm. why. 
the unemployment compensation debacle. Millions of residents are being impacted right now. Folks that don't have jobs aren't getting paid. Uh, the PLCB debacle, the right to know office being closed. But there's a process to report on your neighbors for noncompliance that's being monitored on a daily basis. There's a litany of, of things that uh, that show just mismanagement. And, and you know, I guess uh, in one sense, we do, uh, we all rallied early on not knowing uh, what was uh, uh, going to happen when projections were saying, you know, 2.2 million Americans were going to die. Uh, those are things that I think everybody uh, uh, was willing to uh, shut down entirely and shutter their businesses. Uh, but as, it, uh, as you noted earlier, Mike, that the goalposts uh, have moved. Um, and uh, now it's uh, we, where we know uh, who the most vulnerable populations are. We've not had a single pediatric death. We finally got some information uh, from the Department of Health, despite uh, refusals to release it, uh, showing that uh, the average age is uh, near 80 years old. Um, we, as you noted, it's been over uh, two thirds of the deaths have been in our nursing homes. And that number, um, surprisingly, is uh, sometimes a double, triple the percentage rate of our neighboring states, meaning uh, this is where our concentration of uh, the negative impacts have been, yet uh, we haven't seen the type of, uh, um, I guess, urgency from the governor to really uh, make sure that we're taking care of them. Instead, he's been focused on locking down healthy people who have demonstrated uh, they're able to recover, that this isn't impacting uh, the vast majority of, of healthy people that could be keeping this economy rolling. Um, and I think that that's the really troubling thing is that uh, the governor seems to have taken the approach that uh, we, we can't do both, that we can't mitigate uh, uh, the impact of COVID while also um, not destroying our economy. And I think that that's the frustrating level that I'm certainly hearing from elected officials that are hearing from their small businesses. And I suspect you are too uh, from your businesses saying, uh, hey, uh, Mike, what do we do here? I, I, I can't keep paying my, my rent or my mortgage on my business and uh, I'm not going to survive. Uh, how are you kind of uh, handling it with those folks that are coming to you with those very real concerns? You know, the first several weeks, Governor Wolf and Secretary Levin had a captive audience uh, for their daily press conferences, and a scared population. People were led to believe this virus was so deadly, it was projected to kill upwards of 2 million Americans. After several weeks, hospitals have not been overwhelmed, and actually uh, UPMC have sa has said that they had 2% of their 5,500 beds being used for COVID-19. Death totals nowhere near their projections, economies being destroyed, and constant data inaccuracies uh, which are leading to decision-making. Uh, the residents are now beginning to push back and credibility issues and mismanaging the virus have created a full-blown crisis, in my opinion. And I think it's going to take a multi-county approach, drawing a line in the sand, if you will. Uh, we can both protect the safety of our residents and open up the economy at the same time. That's called leadership. And people in Pennsylvania are starving for some semblance of that right now. Follow CDC guidelines that are in place, follow them to a T, and we can open up. I'm getting calls, emails, social media reach outs, 
people are hurting. And they truly believe that this governor wants to keep the state shut down in some ways through the November election. Uh, another thing that's that's occurred that that people are concerned about is people think we're creating a new health crisis yeah. mitigating COVID-19. There's a spike in opioid deaths. There's a spike uh, in mental health issues, a spike in domestic violence, and a spike in suicides. So by mitigating one disaster, we're creating multiple others. Well, and that's the troubling thing. It seems that uh, with all of the focus just on COVID, we're neglecting a lot of other public health issues. Uh, are you seeing that in Dauphin County? I, I know I've seen where uh, there's dramatic increases in some of our uh, surrounding counties here in, in Perry and in York and even in Cumberland. Um, is that happening in, in Dauphin? I know that where I live in Lebanon County, fortunately, we haven't uh, been experiencing the, the, those spikes in public health. What, what's been the experience in, in Dauphin so far? Uh, we're seeing numbers in Dauphin uh, that we're still trying to determine based upon the Department of Health uh, statistics uh, that appear to be changing from day to day. Uh, so I'm not going to say whether ours are, are spiking tremendously or, or are similar to what they were before, but I can tell you I believe that they are higher than they have been in the past. Uh, I have seen uh, media coverage on other counties that are uh, distributing that information. But uh, I got to tell you, from what I see, the the myth steps at the state level, the last thing I want to do is publicly provide uh, inaccurate data uh, based upon early projections. I want to give facts and data based upon the real numbers uh, that we are putting together here in Dauphin County. Well, that that's, uh, that's the uh, appropriate, prudent, uh, and wise approach here. Unfortunately, uh, a lot of that has been lacking in some of this uh, efforts at the state level. And hopefully we can begin to right this ship uh, because I think uh, that the issues uh, that we are seeing arise as a result of uh, our, you know, very uh, well-intended effort to mitigate COVID are having consequences elsewhere. And the economic destruction, as we know, is very related to public health because uh, that impacts people's livelihoods and even their ability uh, to pay for uh, basic needs of, of food and, and shelter. Uh, so hopefully uh, we'll get some sanity in this. And, and it's very good to hear that uh, county commissioners are, are stepping up and pushing back against this and saying, look, we can do this. Uh, we, we can uh, both uh, protect our most vulnerable and make sure that we don't collapse our economy. It's kind of, you know, you don't, you can flatten the curve without flattening the economy. Uh, but apparently uh, we're, that's not the philosophy right now coming from the governor's office. And, and uh, I do wish you and other fellow county commissioners well in, in trying to uh, work on behalf of all of your citizens uh, in this crisis. Thank you, sir. And may I add one more thing? You bet. Do you remember when Bill Clinton and Al Gore ran against President Bush and they were trailing in the polls badly? And uh, James Carville, the Democratic strategist, came up with uh, the quote that changed the entire election. And it was, it's the economy, stupid. Well, I look at that today and I'm wondering whether folks are out there with a diabolical plan to put something like that forward to destroy the American economy 
in our economy here in Pennsylvania. And I look at the the true numbers that are coming in now that we're that that we're seeing, and uh, my response to the folks at the state level managing this crisis is it's the nursing homes, stupid. To paraphrase a quote from James Carville. Indeed, indeed. Uh, Mike, I, I really appreciate your joining me here on, on Brews and Views and giving your perspective from the county level. And uh, I wish you all the best uh, in, in uh, fighting this going forward. Thank you. And let's get this done together. You've been listening to Brews and Views, a production of Commonwealth Partners Chamber of Entrepreneurs. Find us on Facebook at Commonwealth Partners and follow Matt Briette at M-A-T-T-B-R-O-U-I-L-L-E-T-T-E.